Happy Friday, Lancers. Today is Friday, April 22nd. I hope you're doing great today. Spring is here, friends. Feel the energy, feel the vitamin D. May I say feel the resurrection? Hey, I'm gonna be joined in just a little bit um, by kind of a new friend to the Sal Catholic. Her name is Colleen Santoni. She's awesome. Um, and I'm not gonna tell you anymore because you have to listen in. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in yet again. I hope you're outside listening to this uh, wherever you are. And to be honest, I am in Des Moines as you listen to this. Uh, I am at the, um, oh gosh, Student First Summit where we're learning all about education and savings accounts. So by now, every single gosh darn one of you beloved children of God should have gotten a call from me. So check your voicemail. And if your voicemail isn't set up for some reason, check your email where I, <laughs> where I told you to set up your voicemail so I can leave you messages. But we've been chatting about ESAs, and so now hopefully that is all clear as it can be, but Heather and I are in Des Moines learning more about it as we go. Uh, but welcome to The Roundtable. This is the podcast of the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle, where we exist first and foremost to provide for you the school newsletter, uh, The Chronicle, in the most easy to digest way possible, which is of course to sit back, hopefully maybe in a hammock under a tree right now, and just listen to it. But we exist secondarily to become more of a family. We know that's something you value about us, and we do too, gosh darn it. So um, we're going to chat today, after I give you your buzz, with a really awesome, smart, professional, holy lady named Colleen, and uh, she's been working with our staff um, this year, and um, God willing, she's going to be back again next year, uh, helping our staff become even better at what they already do so well. So without any further ado, let's just pray real quick, and then um, we'll get you to your buzz. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God of the resurrection, you're so good, so we thank you for this day, even though it's a Friday, and we remember your sacrifice for us on our Friday. During this uh, you know, time so close to Easter, um, we just thank you for the gift of life and the gift of new life, mindful that uh, the Friday sacrifice feelings um, are always um, paling in comparison to your awesomeness. Um, and I'm always left wanting uh, when I try to think of uh, how great you are and, and my response to you is never enough. But um, I thank you for that hunger that we all have to, to praise you and thank you um, and for giving us um, fun, silly things like this podcast and awesome people like Colleen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let's get to your buzz, friends. Well, let's give you your buzz so you know what is going on. In the calendar coming up, uh, as the year's wrapping up, um, a lot of things will be going on, but there's only so many weeks left. So here's what we've got for you coming through the first week of May. The Xavier Jazz Festival is at 7 p.m. at Xavier High School. More information is below in the newsletter. Um, and then the board uh, has a school meeting at 6.30 p.m. on April 25th, next Tuesday. That's our penultimate board meeting of the school year. Then we do meet twice in the summer as well. Then on April 26th, we have an all-school liturgy. That's at 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. And then we have a spirit day that Friday on the 28th, next Friday. Uh, then we, on the 28th, we also have our mother-son bags tournament. I know the parents who have been volunteer for that are kind of getting ramped up for that. So there's more information in the newsletter about that as well. But that's 5.30 to 7 p.m. in the middle school gym. And then uh, the father-daughter dance is the next night on the 29th, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. in the middle school commons. Although, like I've said before, it will look nothing like the commons. And more information is later in the newsletter. Good Shepherd Sunday is Pastor Appreciation Day. That's on April 30th, uh, Sunday the 30th. And then on May 1st is a no school day for students. We're bringing in some great professional development. Uh, a married couple, actually, from a group called... The Martin Center for uh, Integration is coming to work on spiritual and mental emotional uh, wellness and health with our uh, teachers. And we, we've also invited the other Catholic schools to come. Um, so we'll have friends from, let's see, uh, Regis will be with us and um, St. Matt's will be with us and um, and St. Pius will be with us. So all those teachers and a few teachers from Xavier and I think maybe a couple of parish staff as well. So in any event, uh, you can expect to hopefully hear more from um, from us about the Martin Center for Integration and opportunities for parents in the years ahead. Um, but for right now, we're starting with our teachers and uh, excited about that. I digress. Then we have our um, May 3rd is a 
um, school liturgy, 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. May 5th, we have our first Friday liturgy, our last of the year. That'll be at 9.30 a.m. in the middle school chapel. And then adoration all day from 10 to 3 in the middle school chapel. And then the last thing we have on the calendar right now is the spring carnival. So more information is coming up later here in the newsletter. Uh, in the e-backpack, we have a lot of stuff. We have um, education savings accounts, FAQs. Although by the time you listen to this, you should have received a phone call from me and received an email a couple of weeks ago. And I've had some great conversations with everybody explaining that. Um, I think I have just a few phone calls left to make for uh, four-year-old preschool. But all of our families in eighth grade through four-year-old preschool should have received a call from me by the time you're hearing this. So hopefully that's the case. Then there's an info session about uh, ADHD coming up. So there's a newsletter about that. Kathy's Pies order form. Um, the minutes from the Xavier Catholic Schools Middle School Consolidation Discernment Team uh, from March 20. Those minutes and a short summary are in the e-backpack. Spring Carnival information, co-girls basketball camp, the middle school science fair, the father-daughter dance, April school menus, co-sports camp, next year's 23-24 calendar, Saints baseball, Ascension sports camp, and Eucharistic adoration. Information for all those is in the e-backpack, which is also linked in the newsletter. I did leave my little video about two helpful notes about ESAs, in case anyone missed that last week. In all LaSalle Catholic news, some congratulations go out to Ace Phillips, uh, a kindergartner at LaSalle, and then Danielle Fainley and Tiffany Phillips, and then also Lael Kinyuani and Ryan Phillips. So all five of those folks received different sacraments, baptism, reconciliation, uh, confirmation, Eucharist, what have you. Um, so really excited for them. Congratulations um, and welcome uh, to um, the next step of your faith journey through those um, sacraments of initiation. Uh, medication reminder for the middle or for everybody any medication that a student may need to take at school whether it's prescription or non-prescription needs to be given through the nurse and the main office so we'll administer prescription as well as non-prescription medic 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 <laughs> medicines to students at school if the file medication is in the original container in a medication permission form with the parent's signature accompanies that medication and then the medication per permission form is in the newsletter it's linked right there Please note that we do have a school stock of non-prescription things like ibuprofen, acetaminophen, Tums, cough drops, things like that. Oh boy, those cough drops are popular in the middle school. And that your kiddos can request to take, and if you've given them permission, then we can do that. That's You do that through PowerSchool when you um, get your kiddos signed up for the next school year. So, <laughs> excuse me, so we don't need separate medical permission form for any of those things uh, if they're, uh, if you gave it to us in the newsletter. All other uh, over-the-counter medications would need to be sent to the school office in its original container and accompanied by the signed form. Students should not have any of the medication in their pocket, locker, or backpack, though. Any questions can be directed to Nurse Sean Ingram. Her email is singh. R-A-M, at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. Thanks for your assistance with that. Um, then with regard to script, you can contact Polly, your script coordinator, if you have any questions about that program. Or if you'd like to sign up, that's at 319-329-6829. In the middle school, silent auction baskets for the upcoming carnival. I guess this would go for the elementary school as well, I believe. Um, but we're in charge of gathering items for four carnival baskets in the middle school with the theme fun and games. So we're going to have one basket per grade level, one for five, one for six, one for seven, one for eight for the elementary school carnival. So please think about games and activities that you enjoy with your friends and family to come up with ideas. The baskets will be part of the silent auction during the spring carnival. Ideas would be things like a board game, movie tickets, popcorn, candy, a yard game, ice cream gift card, a craft kit, sunscreen, bug repellent, a deck of cards, activity gift card, uh, card games, activity books, popcorn seasonings, or a Sunday kit. So please send your donation to your child's Lancer Hour teacher by Wednesday, May 3rd. Thanks, see you at the carnival on May 7th. Then the Xavier Jazz Festival is coming up, like I mentioned before. That's April 24. It's at 7 p.m. and it's at Xavier. I believe it's in the theater again. Uh, jazz bands from LaSalle, Regis, Joes, and Xavier will perform. You guys, I don't know a lot about the other bands, to be honest, but the LaSalle Jazz Band sounds fantastic. Um, Mr. Wallstrom is a fantastic human, and he's a really, really good band director, and the kids sound great, and they have a lot of fun. So go check those out. Even if you don't have a kid in band, you will enjoy it. So uh, the groups that will be performing there will be fifth and sixth grade. Um, I'm sorry. Then we have the LaSalle Catholic Middle School Spring Concert. That's on Tuesday, May 9th, 6.30 p.m. 
Call time for kids is 6.10 p.m. So the groups performing at that are going to be uh, the 5th and 6th grade general music classes, the jazz band, the 7th and 8th grade choir, the 5th grade band, 6th grade band, and advanced band. Um, like I always say, um, boy, we do arts well at LaSalle. The dress code for the kiddos that are going to be performing at that is light wash khaki pants, uh, band polo, and school dress code or better shoes. Add that date to your calendar as it's required performance for all the band students. If there's an existing conflict for your kiddo or kiddos, please let Mr. Wallstrom know as soon as you can. He's at H-W-A-H-L-S-T-R-O-M at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. Then the first annual LaSalle Catholic um, Middle School Science Fair is coming up um, so that is going to be on May 9th, right before that spring concert. So it's going to be set up in the commons upstairs, and it's open to any 6th grader, 7th grader, or 8th grader who wants to participate. Um, there's a form in the newsletter here, and then more information is coming if you sign up. If you have any questions about that, you can contact Natalie McDonald or Tommy Hutchins, a couple of our uh, school parents. They'll be happy to give you that information. I was, uh, the reason I uh, kind of tripped over my words before first annual we should be calling it inaugural it's way fancier and hey we're nothing if not fancy i digress again then we have uh incoming uh freshman scholarship opportunities for freshmen starting next year at xavier so thanks to multiple generous financial donations the xavier foundation is able to offer two scholarship opportunities for students who would like to attend xavier high school first is the michaela sherman scholarship formerly the saint francis xavier scholarship so that scholarship offers full tuition for up to four years to qualifying xavier high school students uh, students who are in grades 8 through 11 can apply then the jim Victor Memorial Scholarship offers full in-parish tuition for one year to a qualifying Xavier High School student. And students in grades 8 through 11 can apply for that as well. You can click on a link in the newsletter or you can go to XavierSaints.org scholarship to learn more about those opportunities and submit an online application. Those are due May 12th. Then there's a new LaSalle Band Summer Camp. How cool um, is Mr. Wallstrom? He's offering this new LaSalle band, summer band camp. Who doesn't love giving kids something consistently fun, educational, and musical to do over the summer? Look no further as LaSalle, Regis, and St. Joe schools are teaming up to create a summer band camp for our middle school band students. So that camp will run from June 5 through June 16, Monday through Friday. It's going to be at Regis. It's an opportunity for all currently enrolled 5th through 8th grade band students. There are options for concert band, jazz band, private lessons, and a field trip to Airfax. See the letter and flyer that's included here. If you're interested in registering for your student, you can fill it out the Google form that's in the newsletter by May 24. Payments will be collected through the LaSalle Business Office. When registration is complete, we can send a charge directly to your fax account if you like. If you'd rather write a check, that's acceptable, of course, as well. Uh, Mr. Wallstrom is certainly hoping that you'll sign your student up for that opportunity if you're a band parent as he uh, continues to explain and get them excited for it during class as well. His email is in the newsletter and there's a flyer and information letter in there too. Uh, the elementary school just wants you to remember that if your child's going to be absent, please contact the school uh, at 396-7818. Leave a message uh, or an email uh, with Miss Ireland at kireland, just like the country, at lasallecatholiccr.org. And then um, contact Nurse Sean as well if it's for a, a health-related reason. Then from the Parent Association, several things, because the Parent Association doesn't stop. Uh, Kathy's Pies fundraiser is coming up. Those forms uh, are due on April 21st. Those are in the newsletter. If you forgot to turn your forms in on Friday, um, please turn them in on the on Monday the 24th. Pie pickup will be during the after-school student pickup line Thursday, May 11th, just in time for Mother's Day on the 14th. If you have any questions, you can contact Deb Freeze, who's been working on it. She's at Deb, F-R-E-S-E, at M-C-H-S-I, or you can call her or text her 319-560-1869. And then the father-daughter dance is coming up as well. It's called A Night on the Red Carpet. That's for fourth through eighth grade girls who are invited to attend. Girls can be escorted by a father, a grandfather, uncle, or adult male that's a friend of the family. Um, so that is going to be on April 29 from 7 to 9 p.m. The cost is $20 if you prepay by 
today, the 21st, uh, and then it's $25 per family with a payment after April 21st or at the door. So it's semi-formal, semi-formal, like nice church clothes. Um, Pre-sale is available through today. Cash or check is payable to LaSalle Catholic. Uh, door prizes and refreshments are gonna be served. There's a flyer in the e-backpack, as I mentioned before. And we do need volunteers for that um, at the dance on the 29th. Uh, available slots are um, posted in the Sign Up Genius link, which is right in the newsletter. Then the Mother-Son Bags Tournament needs help planning and organizing. Uh, if you're interested in helping with that, please use the link that's in the newsletter to sign up for that. That is also for fourth through eighth grade boys and their mamas. Um, again, just like with the father-daughter dance, um, that could be a mother, a godmother, an aunt, um, a grandparent, a grandmother, um, or a female, a special friend of the family. So there's a link to participate and there's a link for... Um, helping out. It is almost spring carnival time as well. The Parent Association and Open Conversations are teaming up and inviting all LaSalle Catholic families to the annual spring carnival on Sunday, May 7 from 1230 to 330 at LaSalle Catholic Middle School. Please see the flyer in the e-backpack for more details. Watch for upcoming volunteer opportunities for adults and students as well. And I do want to throw in a special thing I'm kind of excited about because I know that last year they uh, made some tweaks. Uh, hopefully you'll consider those improvements as I do. Um, one that I know people were kind of chattering about and excited about was that we had uh, a couple of families, um, you know, Open Conversations is excited about uh, the diversity within our community and the different cultures that are represented um, throughout all of our community uh, at LaSalle. And um, we, as you might remember, two different families brought food, um, some favorite foods, some sweet, some savory from the Congo and some from Togo. And uh, those were awesome. I think I sampled all of it. And um, to this year, I know we're adding food from Spain as well. Mr. Moratia, um, I don't know if it's him or his wife or I don't know who's doing the really good Spanish cooking at his house. I think it's him, but I don't know. Um, he said he will bring some Spanish food. I've had lots of stuff that he has made. Um, it's really good and I'm, I'm hoping to um, you know bring a few more uh, different cultures in as well so if you um, if, if your culture background being whatever it is from the south part of the United States or you know if your uh, ancestors are from Ireland or uh, Denmark or Germany or Italy or Russia or anywhere um, and you, you don't have to be um, new to this country in any way um, by all means we want to celebrate all the different kinds of cultures we have um, at uh, at LaSalle so um, we love uh, that our immigrant families last year those the two of them provided uh, different foods from Congo and Togo uh, but you don't have to be um, kind of newish to the United States by any means to to participate and bring um, delicious things that are part of your family's culture um, so consider yourself invited shoot me an email and let me know if you want to um, participate in that way because we would love it uh, I digress. That's the third time I've had to say that this this newsletter. I apologize. Uh, hey, last few things coming up. We have Lancer Day at the Colonels. Parent Association is still going here. Um, are you ready for some baseball? Sunday, June 25. Uh, kids eat free. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be different opportunities to throw out the first pitch, be part of the dream team, etc. Um, so keep your eyes out for more information about that. And then there are clothes um, that the PA helps to fold and keep sorted and organized. If your family uh, needs some clothes, uh, you can stop in and just about anybody that would answer the door, myself, Miss Ireland, Nancy Franey, uh, Miss Williams, uh, any one of us would be happy to help you guys out uh, finding those clothes uh, for your family if you would need any. Uh, remember the quick and easy fundraisers that are available uh, to help the school in really easy ways, and you can always contact the PA at LaSalle, PA at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. Then from our partner parishes and community news and from Xavier High School, we have the Xavier High School summer camps. My kids have loved those. Now they get to go back and they get to help as like the counselors. Uh, so those are great opportunities. And um, you can click on a link in the newsletter to sign up. It's at HTTPS colon slash slash XavierHS dot the number eight T O and then the number 18.com. So XavierHS.8 to 18.com, and you can check out all the different camps they have there. Then there's also fall of 23 Saints Youth Tackle Football information in the newsletter. So Monday, April 24, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. in the middle school cafeteria. Uh, and then also Thursday, May 4, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in the Regis Middle School lower level RLC room, um, you're gonna have your um, 
registration and initial equipment fitting. And I think I read all that last week, so I'm not gonna read through all that Xavier football um, stuff for you. Again, you can check it out in the newsletter. Then there is the Xavier Booster Club golf outing come up. Each year, nearly 75 grand is allocated to over 42 different Xavier academics, athletics, and fine arts programs. And the golf outing is part of what raises that money. So if you wanna participate, you can register online. Um, there's a link here in the newsletter, xaviersaints.org golf. That is on Monday, June 26th, and that's at Elmcrest Country Club. I think I've told you before, but there's free bowling all summer. You've probably seen the little little cards around, and there's also a link at tripledubs.kidsbowlfree.com. I think three different bowling alleys in the Cedar Rapids area are offering that, so that's really cool. Well, hopefully you, you enjoy that buzz. Um, I did not announce last week who our guest was gonna be this week um, because she was kind of a surprise to me. She was back in town from uh, Dallas this week for a few days working with our teachers, and so we were so fortunate to get to sit down with Colleen Santoni from Dallas, Texas, who works with North Shore Training and Consulting, uh, to have an awesome conversation. She's a good one. She works with our school. Um, we're kind of building a partnership with her and our staff love working with her. So um, here is a conversation with Colleen Santoni. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet. So there's your buzz, friends. Hopefully that's helpful and gets you what you need for the week uh, ahead. And now I'm joined by Colleen Santoni. I, some of you, especially if you're a middle school parent, you may have heard her name before. I know we've told you a time or two um, that she was coming to work with us, um, but you haven't probably met her, so um, her name would probably be new to you. Um, so she's been working with our staff. Uh, you came like mid-August, late August, um, and worked with us on, well, I don't wanna say a whole lot about it, but it was on growth mindset, on grit, um, to help our kids have that kind of persistence and that sense of I can do this and how do we do that with kids. Very much from a kind of Catholic understanding, Catholic perspective, you work a lot with Catholic schools. Um, and so that was really, really cool. We loved your presentation style and how Catholic it was. And so you just felt, it seemed to us like you just kind of belonged presenting here. Um, so then I know Heather had you come back this is your third time back, mm -hmm. working with our elementary staff on mostly on grit. Instructional growth coaching, mindset. Kind yeah. of supporting the work okay. that they do in the class. So not limited so much to growth mindset, exactly. but okay. Exactly. Um, so yeah, and Heather's been providing her staff lots of stuff because uh, I think you got to meet Lynette, you said, from Cedar I'm Falls? I'm to meet her. Okay, okay. Um, she's been working with the elementary staff on service learning projects that I know our elementary families have heard about. Um, so anyway, you're here uh, working with the staff and then you and I usually, have we always connected when you've been here or mostly? Couple I don't times, know. Yes. Uh, and I don't know, you and I are um, cut from really similar fabric, <laughs> it seems like. So when we chat, we just end up chatting forever. And yeah, so we were chatting, what, an hour ago? And you're like, you do a podcast? I'm like, oh, 75 listeners a week. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not like we, um, yeah, we're not making money on this. It's just, a, you know, it's to do what we do, which I just at the beginning of the show. Um, but you seem like me, somebody who likes to consume podcasts or just kind of a student of the world. So, um, I said, do you want to jump on the pod? I don't have a guest lined up. And you said, sure. So here we are. Um, so tell our guests, who is Colleen Santoni? Hello. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy Cedar Rapids, Iowa has become one of my new favorite spots. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and I have been in education for over 25 years. All Catholic schools at the university level, K through 8. Um, middle school is where I taught for years. Um, it was middle school religion that I taught and just had a passion for that age group, for how they think, how they grow in their faith, how they understand who they are. Um, and my, my position evolved over the years. I did a lot of service learning, immersions um, with the students, experiential learning, and um, I became assistant principal. And Was that in Dallas? In Dallas, okay. St. Patrick. Okay. And um, my focus, it was the best thing I could be doing. My focus was mission and how do we um, and Catholic identity. So how do we stay true to who we are as we help our students grow and learn and develop and be the best versions of themselves? So um, that's what I did for, for many, many years until this last year. So that was, you left, you were assistant, are you assistant principal? Correct. Um, and then you came to work with North Shore? Okay, yeah. so North Shore Training, some of you will remember um, Jessica um, was working with us hmm, three times, four times. Um, Jess Warner um, was working with us from the Twin Cities. Um, 
on, on a few different topics, differentiation, um, kind of uh, spirituality in the classroom, um, and kind of has a similar passion for Catholic education. Mm-hmm. Um, has a couple of kiddos who uh, she had enrolled in Catholic schools. I don't think she was ever in the ACE program. Yes. Did you, she was. She was an ACE teacher. And you guys met at Notre Dame? We no. met at Notre Dame when I was working there at the Center for Social Concerns. She was my student assistant. Oh, okay. Yes, she was a senior, and I was, yeah, she took care of my son. <laughs> I mean, it was, we, had, we went way, way back. The one who's so. now in college? or the Yeah, the one who just finished college. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so, um, yeah, so Jessica has had North Shore for eight or nine years now? Um, since 2020. No, before 2019. that. 'Cause I was working I was working with her in Saint Paul. Okay. Maybe maybe it wasn't well, North Shore it yet. North Shore it yet. was just it Jess Werner yeah, doing yeah, her thing. Because yeah, yeah I had her gig. I had her come in uh, and work with my teachers and they loved it. Uh, that was classroom management. Yeah. And um, they loved it and liked her coaching and I think they liked having the principal not come in mm-hmm. to coach them. Mm-hmm. I think they liked having her. And then okay, so North Shore only existed you know, starting a few years, years ago. Yeah. Got it. Um, so then you've been working with her. Um, just mention your family briefly. I uh, intimated that you have some kids. Yes. I know they mean a lot to you, so. I have three boys. My oldest um, actually finished early in December, but graduation is in a month um, from Case Western in Cleveland, mechanical engineering, and he's working in California now. Wow. He has a job, which is great. <laughs> and then my second son um, is a sophomore at Notre Dame. He is studying psychology. Where does he live? Uh, and Siegfried. Siegfried, that's yes. right. So he has my brother-in-law, that's right, as his, as uh, his chaplain. That's <laughs> his right. Chaplain. That's right. And, and he loves. And, he jo- and, and the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Joe loves him too. And then my youngest son is a junior at Jesuit High School in Dallas. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so you're here now working with teachers. You already kind of mentioned that. Um, but just before, you did you fly here from Dallas or from NCEA? I flew from Dallas, but I just finished NCEA last week. Yeah, so tell us about NCEA is National Catholic Education Association, but um, so that's kind of like they're based out of DC and they're kind of a, uh, a hub and a home base for a lot of things Catholic education. Um, but when people say they're going to NCEA, they're always talking about the big conference because it's really good. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, dear listener, I have not sent uh, LaSalle st- staff as much as I should. Um, I know it's really, really good. Um, Jamie Larson and I went with a team from uh, Xavier four years ago, and I don't think we've gone back since, but we should. Um, there's just time. so much good stuff so there every time, time I go. And I just I just love it because I bump into people I know, <laughs> and they're all people who are passionate about Catholic yes. education. And I'm just like, oh, all my people are here. It's energizing. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. It's energizing, and you just it's like resets you on what you do and why you do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And to be honest, so I've presented, but then I didn't go. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, it was it's way more fun actually to go just as a person, uh, like as a participant and sign up and soak up stuff. Uh, and actually, I relearned how to set up a podcast. I skipped a session once because my brain was just tired, and I mm-hmm. saw a little kiosk, and it was like, you know, want a school podcast? And I was like, oh, I just moved to a new school in Iowa, and I don't have my young um, college interns to help me set it up again. So, so he helped me set this up. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Here we are. Um, yeah, so NCA is great. And you presented. Yes. Tell me what you're, tell our friends what you were telling me about uh, the room you had and then how many people were there. That just sounds awesome. So um, we, a, a friend and I um, presented together. She's an executive function coach. And, um, and when her and I met about a year ago, she was telling me what she does. And she works one-on-one with families to support students who just need extra help on when developing executive function skills. And when she told me that, I just said, oh my gosh, we need to do this for support all teachers with this. All teachers need these tools. Okay, so I gotta pause you. Okay, pause Because not all of our listeners are gonna know what executive function means. Okay. I call it backpack or locker management 101. Yes, and that organization, right? So executive function is the idea that there are these 11 skills um, that we have that we develop. Um, Usually in the first 25 years of our life, right? But there are essential schools that help uh, skills that help us to get things done. It's our get it done skills. Um, everything from um, time management to planning, prior prioritization, um, metacognition, um, flexibility, all the things that we need to kind of make it through the day and um, to do it well. And um, and so the idea is that it, it takes us 
our, that's in that free, prefrontal cortex part of our brain that doesn't fully develop until we're 25 years old. And so all along the way, we're building these skills or not building them, right? Or, or developing right. coping strategies. And so yeah. the idea is that we can, we, we can be building these in our classrooms and in our homes, really. And, and I think the, the intentionality is really necessary now because for better, I would say for better and for worse, just um, I'm holding up my cell phone. These have changed things so much, right? They replace right. so much of our executive. Yes. So like I know my next door neighbor, Paco, growing up, Three five nine eight six two two. I knew his number, top of my head. I still know it. Yeah. Thirty, yeah. So I still have it, even though I haven't called him mm -hmm. um, at that number forever and ever and ever. But I know that because I had to memorize a whole yeah. bunch of seven-digit numbers. So I got all these other friends' numbers memorized, right? Mm -hmm. um, but kids, don't, I don't know my son's number. I call right. him or my daughters. I don't know their numbers. I have no idea. I don't need to. So our kids are growing up in a world where they don't have to memorize seven-digit numbers. Exactly. So since you're not practicing that skill, not going to happen. So then that means parents, teachers, I'm pointing at myself, principal, we have to um, we have to kind of build that in with more intentionality than we used to. Exactly. And, and that's, I think that's the key word, is we have to be intentional. We have to explicitly teach it. We can't assume that our students know, that our children know how to do this if we haven't taught it. Yeah. Um, so you guys presented, um, what was her name again? Carrie. Carrie. You and Carrie presented. Um, and you were kind of depending on the topic, sometimes if it's a name, right? Um, if, uh, I don't know, if, if you had like a Richard Rohr or a, I don't yeah. know, or a uh, Father Michael Schmitz or something like that, like they would automatically give right. that person a room that right. holds a few hundred people. Exactly. Um, when Zach Zexer presented, <laughs> um, do you know Sean McCready? Sounds familiar. He was an ND guy. Um, undergrad and he did ACE okay. and he was out of Chicago schools. Okay. Anyway, so when he and I presented on, on development and stuff like that, no one knows who the heck we are. <laughs> so they gave us room that could hold, you know, 50 people or whatever and I think we had 30. I don't know. Um, administrators and whatnot talking about fundraising. Um, I think by the end we had 25. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, but you had a room that holds, I don't know how many, but... we Well, we our sign-up showed that we had 250 people signed up to come. Um, administrators, um, teachers, all grade levels, um, all, all they, they wanted to hear about this. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that teachers are seeing are an issue or a concern in the classroom. Um, and I've even talked to, to college level people and they're saying our students just don't have these skills. Yeah. Um, and so... Again, the more we can support them early on at all levels, the better. Um, we ended up having the room only fit 150 people, and it was standing room only. There were people in the back. Um, so but it was warm in there. It was warm. <laughs> but it was beautiful energy. I mean, it was That's really awesome. this great energy, and I think a lot of aha so good for all of us. Yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we can all, I mean, like you mentioned, the high school teachers wondering why, you know, their ninth graders coming in don't know how to, mm -hmm. you know, manage their schedule or their time or whatever, you know, figure out, okay, this assignment's going to take me half an hour, this one's going to take me an hour, mm -hmm. I need 90 minutes to do homework tonight. They just go, eh. I'll just do it when I do it, and then they fall asleep or whatever. So high school teachers can easily blame middle school teachers, right? Middle school teachers, we can blame elementary, and they can blame the parents, and we can all blame each other, and parents can blame the schools. I mean, and some of it might be some people's faults, but I think a lot of it is, I'm not anti-technology by any stretch, but you know, it's just a different world, and we can blame each other, or we can all get, kind of get to work and partner up and um, link arms and say, we're gonna help these kids yeah. become better versions of themselves and mm -hmm. learn some of these skills that, that really matter. So um, that's really cool. I'm glad that NCEA was good. Um, um, I'm curious about just like you mentioned how much you enjoyed service learning and the mission work you were doing at St. Mm -hmm. Pat's. Mm -hmm. um, what? Um, why did you make the shift? Like, what was your work path? Or kind of like, um, I don't think I'd be stepping far out to say what was your vocational? Like, what were you hearing or discerning that you were going? Okay, I'm going from classroom to admin and mission work to now working outside of a school mm -hmm. with schools. Like, what that look like for you? Well, so I, you know, loved being in the classroom. Um, that's where I got my energy from the kids. Um, but there was a need to kind of fill in this, and I, and I love it, I was passionate about service learning, I was passionate about um, virtues-based discipline, I was passionate about the mission, like how do we really make this mission fit in every part of what we do. Um, and so I just had a school that was able to support that and was excited about that too. Um, so the, the position really evolved. Around uh, COVID is when I a lot mm. of the things that I did got put on hold. The programming, yeah. the, and so I really um, my focus turned to supporting teachers. Like, what do teachers need every day? The little things, the big things, to really um, support them, to help them thrive, to help them like make it through what was really hard time and continues to be, you know, challenging for educators um, um. to really navigate changes that we've seen. And so 
Um, at that same time, I started having conversations with, with Jessica at North Shore about what she was doing and how she was doing it. And um, it felt like our, our, our missions really aligned and the experiences that I had could really support what the kind of things that she wanted to do. Um, I, would, I would love to watch the two of you like sit down and have a brainstorm session. That would be fun to watch. Just give me some popcorn and watch you two <laughs> make a path for helping kids. This endless conversation on Vox art, you know, back and forth. It's, it's really, it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, tell our listeners a little bit, and then we're, I want to play a game, um, but tell our listeners a little bit about um, this fall at LaSalle Catholic oh. with the growth mindset. We didn't talk a lot mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So just kind of last two questions, I think. Um, tell us a little bit about what you were doing in the fall when you presented with our entire staff. I think it was a half day or was it a full mm-hmm. day? I don't remember. It was a half day. Okay. Um, then did you go to Regis after that? I did, um, I did do a Regis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit what you did with growth mindset there um, and then what you're going to be doing, or at least what we're starting to talk about now. Um, like I, we, we started talking about it back in August when I said, hey, I have another topic. Mm-hmm. Or you think you mentioned that you brains. do it. We talked about how much we love brain. Yes, brain science is so good. Yeah. It was so good. I had a tour a few weeks ago um, and this parent said something about like, it's, it's really great to get a tour from an educator who knows brain science. And I was just like, that's like saying it's nice to, you know, eat a dinner by a chef who <laughs> understands food. Like, what are you talking about? That's the whole thing we do is work with their brains. Um, <laughs> but so it shouldn't be so novel, right? right? Um, but yeah, all this brain-based stuff that you do, whether it's growth mindset or, um, you know, next year, the executive function. Just tell us a little bit about what the fall looked like with us when you worked with us and then kind of some things that um, our, our families are, and some of our staff who listen can anticipate uh, the teachers, you know, getting next year, um, God willing, when you come back. Yeah. So, so with the growth mindset, also something that presented at NCA a few years ago um, is really just that idea that that um, how students learn, how they how they think about learning is really important, and how how they understand what their ability is and how they how they think about that. And so, the the, the role educators play in helping students um, realize that they that they can that have that positive. Um, mindset, um, the mindset that their brains can grow, that their brains um, are neural, have the neuroplasticity of brains, and the things that we can do to support that that mind shift. That trying new things um, is good. That failing is okay. Um, that actually your brain is growing when you make mistakes. It actually, when you make mistakes, the brain's like, wait, this is new, this is novel, and brain loves novelty. And so when when that happens, the brain is actually more activated, more attentive, more aware. Um, and so shifting the idea that that mistakes um, are signs of failure or weakness to wow this is I'm growing I'm learning this is good and you have not met the guys from top or well, guys and gal from top 20 training yet no but I've heard lots of I know. love them I've heard so many I know it's just about like... schools all over the country they love top 20 so. oh, all over the country you've, you've oh, met yes. oh that's they cool they just said have you heard of it and I was like yes I learned about it let's talk it was from you guys I learned oh my gosh about how great that's cool yeah that you're yeah I love those guys mm-hmm. and it's just it's all very 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 brain based and mm-hmm. while they present you know in lots of public schools that's probably most of their clientele um, they're all super Catholic and so it's very much with a Catholic understanding of um, the human person and what we're called to and that sort of thing yeah. so it just oozes through that their mission yeah the yeah. mission and the yeah we're, we're not yeah we're called to make kids smart but as one of my college do you know Ron Nuzzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As Father Nuzzy would say, a lot of smart people in hell. <laughs> we don't hold back on the round table, friends. No, it's not like it is. <laughs> but Catholic schools, it's it's kind of okay if they're not smart. It's not okay if they leave our schools and they're yeah. big fat jerkwads. Like, we have to graduate good, holy, happy people that are yes. healthy. Anyway, so... Um, uh, Growth mindset and then executive function in the fall. Give us a little exactly. teaser. Exactly. Okay, so executive function, like I said, it really caught my attention a year ago when my friend was telling me all this great work she's doing. Um, and so I dove in, took classes, immersed myself, and um, started really looking at classrooms that I work in, again, all over the country. And I could start to see executive function, the, th- the little things that teachers were doing, but also the things that they could do that could really support um, executive function skills in a, for our students. And, and parents can do it too. And um, for example, when we are doing that mo- metacognition to help students think about how they think, right? Mm-hmm. When we're narrating, when we're, when we're saying, hey, this is what I'm struggling with, and this is, these are the things I'm thinking about. And these are, you start to let them, th- like, you're lending your prefrontal cortex, right? Because yeah. they don't necessarily have those skills yet, or they haven't developed them yet. Um, and so how do we model that for them? Or how do we model time management for them? Building that into our classroom um, and helping students think about the things that they don't know they need to think about yet. <laughs> 
right? Say that more slowly. Know, yeah, right? yeah. And so, but but we're modeling, or we've learned our hacks, we've learned our strategies, the things that we do to help us with yeah. our own weaknesses. Um, and so, one of the things we do is really look at each of our brains humbly and lovingly and benevolently, and say where are the weaknesses. And no brain is perfect. No brain gets all pleasant right. in these areas. And right. so. How do we become self-aware so that we can move towards growth and developing strategies? I can't wait. Um, and parent, if you're listening, you should be excited too, because yeah, our hope, I mean, a lot of the times when we bring in PD, whether it's Top 20 or this group, um, the Martin Center for Integration, who's coming in a couple of weeks, or Colleen, um, the hope a lot of the times is that if there's a topic that um, helps us as educators, in the school buildings to, to help the kids be better versions of themselves, a lot of times those translate to home, and so we want to speak the same language. So our, our hope is a lot of times that we could have um, a Colleen or Kevin or um, Pat and Kenna, whatever, to work with you all as well. So if you're excited, if you're peaked, um, then that's great because um, hopefully down the road we can um, be bringing some of this uh, to you guys as well. Um, you are one of my um, favorite people to work with with our staff, so how about we play the game Favorites? Okay. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. So the game is favorites, and I have, what do I have? 12 things here. Okay. I'm going to name the thing. You tell me your favorite. Okay. You can make the speed round if you want, or okay. you can tell a story. It's, it's okay. really up to you. Okay. Yeah, this is not Word Up, the word association where you're supposed to think fast. <laughs> it's just tell us about yourself. Okay. What's your favorite place to visit? Because you travel all over the country. Um, favorite place to visit... Doesn't have to be in the country, it could be anywhere. I love Chile. That's, Ooh. I studied there and it's beautiful. That's it awesome. It has a little bit of everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Is is Santiago is that the place that they call the am I thinking this right? It's like the little little Europe, little Italy, little Paris? Yes, well, I think so. Okay. They have lots of really good meat. Yeah. Right? Oh, well that's Argentina has great meat, but I'm sure Santiago has good meat too. Oh my gosh, my brain's forgetting everything. <laughs> I remember when I graduated undergrad, my friend's like, well, we're at the peak of our smartness, we're just gonna get dumber now. <laughs> of course, he's, he teaches postdocs now. <laughs> I teach middle schoolers, so he's still getting smaller somehow, but I peaked 20 years ago. Um, what's your favorite season of the year? Um, in Dallas, it's oh yeah, I gotta think not the summer, it's too hot. So yeah. I would say spring right now is really beautiful. It's oh, beautiful. I had a buddy. Uh, from grad school, who taught at, who was a principal at a school in Dallas. I forget which one, one of the Catholic schools. Um, and it was funny because I was up in Minneapolis where, you know, we all went on retreat um, that, it was Valentine's weekend, oddly enough, down in Florida. Um, so we were all meeting there, and he was saying how that previous summer his sunglasses melted on his dashboard in Dallas. And I was saying, oh, just last week um, on my Camry, I snapped the handle off my door trying to open it because it was 40 below. Yeah. <laughs> it goes both ways. Uh, but I would say in the fall, the fall definitely in the Midwest. Like fall in the Midwest? Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Mine too. That's my it. favorite. I miss that. Um, what's your favorite topic to present? Um, gosh, that's a good one. Well, right now my favorite one is executive function. Okay. It's just been so energizing and just... Is that how you go? You get like a favorite topic and it's your favorite for a couple of years yeah. and then you get the... Okay, yeah. cool. You know, the, the topic that I was hoping was going to become... You, you can make it. Okay. The new hot topic. Um, a woman... Um, uh, Connie Foray, she was at Benilde St. Margaret working with me for a number of years and she was something of a mentor of mine. Her skill set is just so different than mine and I just learned so much from her. Um, and she, um, gosh, it was one of my last years there and she was talking about how the new thing, like the new thinking is going to be all about um, liminal space. Which couldn't we have used that the last few years? Like standing yeah. in kind of yeah. two places at once right. and like looking on the threshold and yep. being able to hold two contrasting ideas and value them both mm -hmm. and, um, and not overjudge them either. Not over let them both be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually did workshops for teachers on that. Really? Yeah. And she's like, this is going to be, the I was like, I'll sign me up for that. I hope that becomes the next hot thing. And yeah. then it didn't, right? I mean, we just, yeah, kind of, Maybe not yet. at least not in my experience. Yeah. 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 Um, what's your favorite way to drink coffee, coffee drinks? Oh, I like them um, with a lot of cream, like cafe con leche, like more milk and less coffee, okay. but a little sweet. And okay, that's your, I think you've told me this before, but that's your second, you mentioned Chile, and now you said cafe con leche. Mm -hmm. So are you, do you have some background that's, yes. you told me I think before, yes. but I forgot. Yes, my mom's side is um, from Mexico. Okay. So, and I grew up on the border in El Paso, Texas, so. Oh, did we talk about um, Annunciation House and, yes, okay, yes. and opera and everything? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm sorry, I forget everything. No, no, there's a lot to remember. <laughs> I get it. Um, 
Okay, so is she just from near El Paso, like northern Mexico? Um, yeah, my her family was from Torreon, but she grew up in El Paso, so her her parents okay. immigrated. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, what was your favorite subject in school as a kid? Favorite subject. Um, Executive function. <laughs> I wish. What was my favorite subject? That's a really good question. I think I probably liked sciences. Okay. I liked sciences. And then I took a lot of Spanish classes too, so I think I liked the language. What, what was your undergrad? Um, pre-med in Spanish. <laughs> and then I did ACE, and I fell in love with teaching. So my best I buddy, plan to be a- my best buddy, moved here uh, from Rockford, Illinois, um, and he was pre-med and French mm-hmm. at Loras College in Dubuque. Hi, Zubin. Um, and oh, yeah, we were chatting earlier about podcasts. Mm-hmm. You and I both like podcasts. What's your favorite podcast to consume? Okay, to listen which to. ones do I listen to? Um, my most recent ones, of course, I'm. I do a lot of uh, Brene Brown. I don't know those. Are those like suspense? No, what, no. What? Uh, Dare to Lead. She's a. Oh. Um, she's the one who does uh, the whole like shame and vulnerability. She's big on vulnerability. Okay. Oh my gosh, you need, I'll send it to you. <laughs> you also have to send me the um, Loved As You Are. Is Loved As You Are. You have to send me my that one too. just started that one. Okay. My new favorite one is this one. I'm going to be listening to this. <laughs> I'm Yes, yes. Listening. <laughs> you can play all the games at home. Yes. And if you don't want to hear the newsletter, just fast forward to the end and play the games because they're fun. <laughs> and Kelly Corgan Wonders, that one. I like that one. Cool. Too. Cool. And I shared with you the podcast from the uh, couple who are going to be on our show in two weeks, Pat and Kenna Malay, because they have a podcast called This Whole Life. I'll talk more about that when they're on the show. Um, yeah, I listen to a whole lot of Hawkeye podcasts. That would not interest somebody from Texas. But um, uh, What's the favorite thing about your family? My family? However um, you want to define family. Oh, okay. Um, I think just like... Um, that collective sense of like being known and loved and just just connected, you know, with my with my extended family, um, with um, with my own family, my children. We did we started this thing on Sunday where we because one's in California, one's in South Bend, you know, yeah. the other three, and we just like have our little family, you know, FaceTime check in. That's cool, and it's great to hear about each and just to hear like all the things that were so familiar from our time together the little jokes the little comments the it's just sacred you know so the sacredness i think of family and and being known and connected um have you heard the word higa before higa yeah Mm -hmm. h-y-g-g-e i think you you say huga but you make your mouth an e higa higa It's Danish. I don't know. I'm not Danish. My wife is. And um, this, we started learning about this concept of hygge, which is, I'm probably butchering it. Uh, I'm spelling it right, H-Y-G-G-E. Um, but it's um, kind of what you described, I think. Um, and she was trying to say, like, our family needs more of this hygge. It's when we lived in Minneapolis, and we were just in the car all the time, and we weren't connected, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think it translates most closely to cozy. But it's not necessarily about, I mean, it can be, um, it can be nurtured, right, with like a fireplace and candles and blankets and whatever. Um, but it can also just be the dinner table where people can share um, about their day um, in a very vulnerable way. Yeah. Um, and just be connected and just like, you're not getting graded here, you're just who you are mm-hmm. and you belong, um, that kind of thing. I think it's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like to describe our classrooms as having Huga. Um, I don't know. Um, favorite book? Oh, or favorite book okay, right now? Right now, yes. Father Greg Boyle, The Whole Language. He's actually coming to speak in Dallas on Friday, and I can't wait. Um, but he's, he actually started um, Homeboy Industries. In yeah, okay, that's that's why I knew the name. I was like, wait. Gang intervention yeah, yeah, yeah. program in the world. And talk about loved and known and... Um, yeah, I think I think Xavier has brought him here. Maybe I know my okay. wife has used my wife teaches high school theology at uh, Xavier High School in town here, and I know they've used his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, book of the Bible, Homeboy Ministries oh, is not in no, the Bible. That is not in the Bible. Yet. <laughs> oh, that could have been one of the, the fifth gospel, oh God, Jesus could. and the homeboys. They could. Um, oh gosh, my book in the Bible. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I probably like. I probably like Acts. I'd love to hear That's about interesting. the mission, like the mission, like people who just like felt called. Here we go. And like, okay, yeah. 
Well That's cool. This, yeah. So this is a good time of year liturgically for you. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Right. That's cool. Um, favorite food. Favorite food. I love. Be specific or broad, whatever you like. Um, I love Thai food. Is there a good Thai place in Dallas? You guys like to go? A lot of Thai places. In Dallas. Oh yeah, there are a those. lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cedar Rapids. <laughs> um, how about your favorite movie? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Well, I like an old movie that I've always loved was Good Will Hunting. That was always a a favorite. Good educator movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite team, pro or college? Notre Irish. Irish football. Irish football, you bet. Um, we, um, we were able to go to one game this year. Um, I didn't know about the, um, it's only a 20-year-old tradition, which sounds, that's kind of young, right? Notre Dame. Um, but when the, the marching band kicks off game day at midnight outside of uh, Maine, do you know about this? Oh, no. I didn't know about this. Um, so... <laughs> At midnight, yeah, it only started in um, 2000. Okay. Um, apparently at midnight, they, um, the marching band goes out there and a huge crowd. We were staying in the presbytery, so we were right by it. Oh, I had no idea. And I was sharing a bed with a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> who was pretty, pretty jacked up to be with Uncle yeah. Joe at Notre Dame anyway. <laughs> and they play every song that they do. Um, every football associated song from you know the the march from the church yeah. to the stadium to the victory march to yeah. the alma mater and everything in between and they do all of them and it's all like the percussion and the bells and just like and there's people dancing and oh my for like 45 minutes how have I missed this I don't know I'm and I was like what is this and I yeah I don't know it was awesome that, that is awesome um, and that happened to be the um, oh gosh the team in orange and um, Orange and purple. That's in Barrett Clemson. Oh, Having yeah. the Clemson game. So we are, um, we're, you know, we enjoying this great game. It was just trounced them, right? Um, tons of fans from Clemson there. And then, like, the young guys were in front of us. You know, I was, like, giving them knocks as they're walking. I was like, have a good night, guys. Have a good night, whatever. And my son just goes, Dad, you know they're not leaving, right? And I was like, I don't know. It looks like they're leaving. He goes, they're going on the field. And he's like, can I go? And I was like, we gotta go. So, and my my daughter, my daughters are big time rule followers, and so Gemma's like, Dad, I don't know, I'm not sure we should if he should do that, you know. And so I'm like, Gemma, we gotta do this. Like, <laughs> we have to storm the field. And so we went down there. She was so nervous, and there's like, Cute. she's like, Dad, there's security guards. I'm like, that's a 70 year old retiree. You <laughs> like, can outrun him. <laughs> and he, he's like, everyone, be careful, please. The stairs are over here. I'm like, Gemma, he's directing traffic. Yeah, he's not yeah, arresting yeah, people. Yeah. Um, so we jumped down there and stormed the field, and there's famous people and it was like what a memory yeah. and yeah Freddie took like a selfie of him like running <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we really lucked out that weekend that's fun um sorry I digress last two favorite pope question mark um Francis yeah he's a good one he's a good one he's a good one I, I, I don't know how much more longer we're gonna have him yeah and then oh man who knows um yeah he's been really really good um I've only read one of it well cover to cover um Gaudium Evangelii, Joy of the Gospel. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Man, oh man, oh man. That was, that's, yeah, that's good yeah, stuff. Um, do you have a favorite prayer? Oh, the Sushipe prayer. I it's an don't, Ignatian I don't prayer. know what the, okay. Yeah. Sushipe and it's Ignatian. It's Sushipe. Did you learn this from um, Ignatius Prep down in Dallas? Um, no? I, I, when I took classes at um, Creighton. Oh. Um, for Catholic school leadership. Sweet. And um, they're... Ignatian, and they would incorporate it, you know, just prayer into everything. So uh, I'm going to read it to you. Okay, yeah, please do. Okay. It's a great way to end the show. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and grace. That is enough for me. Say, Ignatius. I'm not going to say anything else. Have a great weekend, everybody. God bless.